0: Yo, what's up, guys? This is Nico. Hey, this is Marcus. And welcome to Porch Talk. All right, this episode was a pretty hefty episode, I'm not going to lie. Uh-huh. We went over a number of topics, the main one being meditation and just taking a step back and breathing because with that, we
1: learned to self-reflect a lot. Absolutely. I yeah, I don't think a lot of people get to do that. Yeah, episode five was a chock full of a lot of a lot of great conversation. So what's on your mind, Marcus? <sighs> relaxation. Well, well, let me let me rephrase. Not exactly a relaxation, but um, kind of a centering. That's really what's on my mind. All right, so what do you mean by that? What I mean is every person, I, I just generally feel like every person needs to take some time out of their day, out of their daily activities, out of out of whatever responsibilities that they have, to just kind of sit in silence and really come back to yourself and read your own thoughts for just uh, some period of time just to just to get back into the groove of things. I feel like if you're just running ra- ragged all the time, you're, you're really going to spiral out of control and suddenly you're a mess. And uh, I feel like if you don't have that in your life, it really messes you up.
0: Yeah, I mean, I do meditation every morning after I drop, Caden off at daycare mm. and since I've been doing that it's been a real game changer actually like I've I just taking 10 minutes to just sit there don't speak keep your eyes shut and breathe mm. it just it it's perfect it, it makes my whole day
1: a lot better honestly are, 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 you, are you sure you're just not happy that you're dropping Caden off at daycare no I'm, <laughs> I'm positive it's the meditation I'm messing with you yeah yeah, yeah 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 I know like like meditation it's a big thing you know, it, it really has a massive impact. Yeah, I but I,
0: I feel like it's been over overrated or underrated, sorry, for mm. so long. And it's just now coming into light for everybody like, oh, shit, like this actually works. It actually helps. Mm-hmm. I've actually, I I use the app Headspace. Oh, if yeah. You ever, if you've ever heard of it. Yeah, I've heard of that. Um, I haven't bought like a package yet, but I'm probably going to in the future. I've just been going off the free trial stuff. They got a bunch of free trial stuff. Yeah, I don't blame you. I don't blame you. <laughs> and, I mean, just uh, there's stuff like over anxiety, stress, or just breathing that uh, mm-hmm. teaches you how to breathe, how to belly breathe. Like um, the older population, like our age and above, they hardly know how to belly breathe anymore. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's such a untrained skill now that they're not utilizing their full lung capacity.
1: Yeah, I remember um I remember when I was uh in the 5th grade taking band for the first time and uh one of my instructors, Mrs. Graham, um right? Yeah, Miss Graham uh, at the at the North Elementary. She she taught us like, "Hey, y- you don't want to breathe from up here, you know? You don't want to breathe from up in your chest. You really want to breathe low because that, that that once you're doing that, you're using all of your lung capacity like you said, you all that power. Is, is down below really when you really think about it in terms of breath mm-hmm.
0: and this is the funniest story like i i was probably six at the time mm-hmm. and i actually forced myself to breathe through my chest because i thought that was a normal thing to do i thought it was weird that i was breathing through my belly mm. because like my family members all br- like took breaths through their chest as opposed to their stomach mm-hmm. and i'm like why am i why am i weird so i like trained myself to do that for the <laughs> longest time. And then it wasn't until I really got into sports, like soccer, baseball, T-ball, even though I was terrible at it, mm-hmm. that um, I really utilized that full lung com- capacity doing 3D breathing, breathing through your stomach, your chest, and your back. Mm. And that was a game changer. I won't even get into that because I don't think anybody knows how to 3D breathe to an optimal uh, state. Mm. I learned it through probably three months worth of training on that alone, with my uh, mentor that uh, that was a personal trainer for fifteen years. Yeah. So it's it's wild, just what stopping, taking ten minutes out of your day just to sit in silence and breathe.
1: Three D breathing. That mm-hmm. that's a crazy that's, concept.
0: Yeah, that's the term for it. It's when you breathe through your stomach, your chest, and your back, and it. One hundred percent utilizes your lung capacity mm. to where you can get the
1: most out of the oxygen you intake. So, yeah, I, I that's guess, I guess that's gotta have huge implications for working out and fitness.
0: Yeah, long distance runners have, oh, well, I can't say all of them, but the really good ones have utilized three D breathing and have gotten it down to a T. I don't usually three D breathe unless I'm doing. Some type of long, steady-state cardio, just because the belly br- breathing brings out more power, mm-hmm. in my opinion. But that's just my opinion. Other people say different. It's just what your body takes, you know? It's what you think
1: you—what's better for you. That's all really interesting. I I always love whenever I learn about something like that, um, learn about, like, a whole different concept I've never— been introduced to but then I also learned that there's a whole bunch of schools of thought within it. Oh. You know yeah. what that tells me? This is something that people really haven't figured out. And I really I really enjoy like the the kind of discovery side to like science and uh you know all the, all of these types of things where people are really trying to figure out what's best for people. I really love that like we're in this age where people are just discovering all this stuff, you know? Everybody sharing what they know. Cultures colliding and stuff. Yeah. It's, it's really fun, man. I love it. I love it.
0: Another um, another topic that has many schools of thought mm-hmm. is the gut microbiome because right. we as just like our doctors, everybody, they don't know anything about like the complete story behind the gut microbiome.
1: In fact, I don't know anything. I think like one of these, one of these episodes, uh, I, I just threw out something about like a, like an algae bloom. I went talking to, uh, my girlfriend, Juliana about this and she's like, what? No. <laughs> Doesn't even work like that. I'm like, <laughs> but that's what they said. Somebody told me that. She's like, nope, nope, <laughs> nope. And <laughs> that—that's
0: the thing behind like doctors and a lot of scientists. Unless there's like hardcore evidence, right? It, they're not gonna take it lightly.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Then there needs to be like cold hard facts, studies, as opposed to just anecdote. Where I think we can learn a lot from anecdote if a lot of people have the same anecdote right
1: right Uh, at a certain point you know um the the population of people who are talking about this and you know share that same anecdote there's a certain point where that becomes statistically significant and and it's eventually irrefutable yeah um yeah i mean god why am i talking like this i i i feel like my, my statistics class that i'm taking is just like programmed my brain (laughs) to think about these these (laughs) things like this i'm like yes eventually the population proportion statistically (laughs) exactly (laughs) statistically speaking god so Um, what's up i heard you
0: i heard you got a little cold too what's what's going on there
1: um i have two theories um one is that uh i ate a bunch of sugar um last night and uh i've I've been messing around with my diet a lot lately and this is probably like the most amount of sugar i've ever consumed in like or not ever but in a long time that I ever consumed in one sitting um and then i laid down on it immediately I, i didn't even like brush my teeth at night Oh man and then i wake up and my throat is like killing me got a little bit of drainage and everything too uh so that's one theory that it's all the sugar that i ate and then the other theory is uh girlfriend uh she made this for me and she's probably actually gonna listen to this podcast so sorry babe but um you know i'm allergic to cats yeah (laughs) i i don't know but but a part of me thinks that like something something is going on there with that i don't know
0: i don't know okay yeah i'm actually a little under the weather myself because Mm. caden got sick from daycare oh he got me sick so i'm i'm fighting it off pretty well because i prepped for it I made sure that I was eating healthy because I knew he got sick. Mm-hmm. And I think I think it's going in my favor so far. That's so good, man. That's good. I can still feel it, though. I'm like, please don't. Please, <laughs> please don't go full on on me. Please. Yeah. It,
1: it, everything's coming out. It's that season for it. And pretty yeah. soon the flu is going to be swinging and knocking everybody out. I tell you what. What? Fall season
0: is my favorite season ever. If it was fall season 24, 24 hours a day, seven days a week, Fucking <laughs> beautiful.
1: Oh, man. Yeah. I mean, you, you do talk about that a lot. Mm-hmm. I guess you really do love it.
0: I mean, it's it's just the season where you can wear anything. Literally anything. Yeah, I and guess. And you can get away with it for the most part. I guess you're right. Except on the more brisk days, you probably won't be able to get
1: off, get away with, like, a tank top or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I see, I've seen some, like, soccer boys who are, like, it'll be close. It'll be, like, low 50s. And the wind will be breezy. And they'll be wearing, like basically like no shirt and some really short shorts and just <laughs> running and like, ah, Ooh, it's warm out here. And I'm like, shut up. Can't we got my hoodie on over here. Shut up, man. I, don't know. <laughs> I mean, no, no. And,
0: uh, I have a clothing company that I work with called bearded goat mm. and they just dropped their fall line. And I'm so excited to buy some stuff from there. Their clothes <laughs> for this fall is so cool. Oh, man. I like the look of it a lot. Uh, I like what they're, what they're bringing to the table, mm-hmm. for sure.
1: Uh one thing I do love about them, I love their logo. I've seen, I've seen you uh, put it mm-hmm. a couple ways. Yeah, that, that's a nice logo. It's pretty, like it's whish- just, <laughs> it's just a goat hoof. I know, but like, I don't know what it is. Just the way that they have it styled, it's just like yeah, I, it. I like it. Uh you know, like the Assassin's Creed logo. Yeah. For some reason, like like font wise, it kind of reminds me of that. I don't know why, but it just seems like, see kind of sick like that. Uh huh, but yeah, um. But yeah, yeah. But circling back to you know what we started talking about here, um, the reason that this is just, you know meditation or really uh, finding a center, you know, relaxation of of a sort has been on my mind is because uh, lately I've really been feeling like I'm just been running ragged, man.
0: Yeah, I, I'm actually feeling the same way, honestly.
1: Like I I really got to a point where I'm just like, oh my god, I'm being pulled five different ways. Let me let me take a deep breath for a minute. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Actually, I Actually, have a bit of news uh, for you. I'll, I'll share it later. But uh, first, I just want to get your thoughts on this. Um, if you uh, like right now in your life, uh, thinking about like all the things that you're involved in, all the responsibilities that you got. If there was one thing in your life um, that you just had to like if you had to drop anything, what would be the first thing uh, in your life that you would let go of? Right, it's a tough question. I don't know. Yeah, that's that's a, like out of anything and everything in my life. Out of everything that you're doing, that's like soaking up a significant amount of time. You know, I mean, I
0: probably friends. I'm friends. not gonna lie. Yeah, like going yeah. out and spending a lot of time. I I I for sure cut that back. Mm. I've done it before, and I mean. Sometimes you just got to do it. It's not that yeah. I it's not that they're not my friends and I don't love them as people. Like I would do anything for my best buddies. Mm-hmm. It's just I I have more pri- I have bigger priorities that I need to I need to accomplish. So, that would that would be my first one. But and if if I had a girlfriend, I'd probably <laughs> cut I'd probably cut back a little bit of time with her.
1: Okay. Okay.
0: Just because I mean if if you hang out seven days a week, you don't need to hang out seven days a week. No. Can, I mean, you could get by with
1: two or three, in my opinion. At that point, it's like you're either married or... Yeah. I don't even Honestly, know. Honestly, if yeah. you're
0: living together, there's no point to go... Well, I mean, except for, like, the date night here and there. But right, right. I don't think... Yeah. I would definitely cut back friends' time for
1: sure. Got you. Okay. Okay. Um, And that, that kind of brings me into the thing that I want to talk to you about. So, uh... I recently, uh, let's say about a week and a half or so ago, had a phone call with Josh actually, um, and we were just talking about, uh, you know, where I wanted to go, um, you know, forward with Transamerica, you know, what my goals are, and, um, I I realized that I kind of had a, like, there was a bit of a gap between, you know, what my words were and what my actions were, and I think I actually had talked with you about this about a week and a half or so ago, um. The day when we went out yeah. uh, shooting, uh, yeah. shooting archery actually, um, and I've been I've been stewing on it since then. I, I realized that every time I said that I wanted to go and do something, uh, you know, financial advising wise, and every time there was another conflict, I always chose the other thing every time, and I realized that uh, you know I had a I had a priorities issue here. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm 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 clearly trying to tell myself something. Um, and I just actually had a conversation with Josh or, uh, Jeremy, excuse me. Uh, Jeremy just was that Wednesday? Um, and I, I realized like, Hey, like while I'm here to talk w- with you about, you know, where I'm going forward, I have this assignment that's due here in about half an hour or so. I got to finish that up real quick before I email it out to my professor. I've got, uh, I got stuff with this entrepreneurship club. We got a, we had our meeting that, uh, that was what today. Yeah. We had a meeting that we were planning and stuff wasn't completely ready for that uh some of the business documents that we need for our contract that we're going to be signing with the student government association they were due and they weren't done yet and i'm like hey i've actually got to cut this meeting short like this this is like a full like uh like a prime example really just a prime perfect example of what i'm talking about here like i wholeheartedly understand the uh, amazing opportunity that that financial advising provide can provide for me, like uh, it's an amazing vehicle, and I don't, I'm, n- I'm not going to separate from it, but I just realized I don't have the time for this right now.
0: Hey, I mean, and of course you have bigger priorities in your life, and I think that should take precedent. I mean, mm. there's always you can always go back to Transamerica. You can't right. always go back to Entrepreneurship Club. <laughs> I appreciate that. I, yeah, I mean, you're only in college for so long and right. those those avenues of getting your name out there and building an experience of entrepreneurship. Mm-hmm. It it doesn't it doesn't come that easy often, you know. And it's not even that easy. It's it's mm-hmm. just more accessible to you now in college than it would be if you were not in college.
1: And that, that that's absolutely true. I uh, you know, I once, once I got this on my mind, um, I'm such a numbers and math kind of person. My first thought is, well, let me think about the time value of money here, you know, that that's a, like a, that's really what's at the core of financial management in general. Um, and I'm also an economics major. So like like I said, this is just, you know, who I am. I really got to thinking like, if I really fly through this licensing, get my uh, life, get my series six, I could actually do something where. I'm, my role with Transamerica is I'm just pulling people into the business um, and' I'm, and I'm helping them you know develop and grow as agents but I'm, I'm really taking a step back I'm not even you know going out there and uh, providing business myself I'm, I'm helping other people by helping people yeah. you know perfectly fine pursuit but I realized whoa whoa hold on a sec slow down here for me to do that what am I gonna have to sacrifice right now and uh, every time I, I just kept coming to the conclusion I've got to wait till winter break I really gotta wait till this semester's over, um, before I, I have I have any time to do this. Yeah, and it I mean it goes back to the financial advising
0: we talked about in our first or second episode. You gotta pay your future self, not your past self. You know.
1: Exactly. Exactly. And I
0: feel like I feel like this is a good decision for you to make, moving forward, with your career and
1: careers in life. Thank you, and I appreciate that. Um, but at the same time, I always, uh, I'm, I'm very aware that uh, you know I, I could be an error every time I'm making a decision like this. So I'm, uh, I'm always, uh, I'm always kind of like, I don't want to say second guessing, but I'm always like very critical of these mm-hmm. decisions. I, re- I really try to dig in and, and analyze and everything. And I, I, I really just came to the conclusion that there's so much possibility. Uh, or rather, there's only so much possibility, or uh, possible things that I can get out of Transamerica in the short term. Between now and the, at the winter break, um, the end of the semester, I, I see myself, I can get licensed, I can do a couple things. I can write a handful of uh, pieces of business, and that would be absolutely amazing. And with the time value of money, by the time I'm 60 or something like that, the money that I would make in the next few months, it's going to grow. It's going to be gigantic but i really see much more value for my life just coming out of what i'm going to do with this club i mean we just got uh, 18 or so 18 or so new people uh, who they really seem at least 10 of them at least in my opinion seem very very driven they have that like ri- like entrepreneurial tick as i always call it like you can kind of see it in their eyes here in the way that they talk that they are going to they're going to do something for themselves damn it like you can like see it in them um, and I'm really excited for those people. I really think that I can, you know, I really think we have an awesome team. And I think that in the future, if I really big, uh, build good relationships with these people, I'll have an awesome team for my life going mm-hmm. forward. And I think that that's going to be immensely, immensely more valuable to me than however many, let's be optimistic. So let's say I made uh, a couple thousands, let's say I made $5,000 between now and uh, winter break with Transamerica. That's not going to be worth it. So I made $10,000. Okay, that's getting close. But it's not. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I, I really feel like this is where my time is best spent. Yeah. I mean, and the thing that
0: I like a lot about Trans America is they're always, always, always keeping you accountable. They're messaging right. you almost right. on a daily basis to just check up on you. And I, th- I like that a lot it really adds a lot of accountability in my life when it comes to uh, other aspects of my life. Like I was out of the gym for a week because I had a really bad migraine and then I got sick from my migraine. Yeah. And getting back into it this week is like I really don't want to go to the gym. But that accountability that those people in America instilled in me really, really helped push me along yeah. with my discipline and everything else.
1: My, uh, I'm always inclined to whenever I have a difficult decision ahead of me, uh, the the worst part of me always wants to just say, yeah don't think about it, don't think about it, just ignore it, just ignore it until it, you know, it's a it's a pot that's about to boil over, just ignore it, just ignore it until it boils over. Once it boils over, then address it. They they, they wouldn't let me do that. Josh wouldn't let me do that. Jeremy no, no. wouldn't let me do it. A couple other contacts that I made, I ran into Chew at a networking event uh, at Wright State's campus. And he said, uh, he just asked me what my goals were. I'm like, crap, well now I gotta think about it again. Um, I ran into uh, another young lady who uh, who recently started. Um, we actually have a, an accounting class together. Um, and she started talking to me about it. I'm like, crap, trans-American people are everywhere. I can't escape it, you know? And it's it's good, it's, it's, it's important that you keep the important and urgent things at the forefront of your mind. Otherwise, what are you doing? You're just trying to numb your brain so you can forget about them. That's not going to help you. That's not going to help anybody. But at the same time, back to what we're talking about, you do need a little bit of time here and there to really just center yourself.
0: Yeah. It's just like when you're going hard every day at the gym, seven days a week for three weeks straight, it'd be more beneficial for you to take that next week off so you can recenter, refocus, and mm-hmm. regain all that energy right. to come back better and stronger the next day you go.
1: Right. That's an absolutely important thing. You know, like, I, mean, I remember you taught me that, actually, uh, how important rest is for all your muscles. Um, you know, a lot of people, like you said, always think that, you know, if I just go every day and I make gains, I make gains, I pump hard, and I go really hard. No, you know, you're going you're gonna to exhaust yourself. You really grow and you really make those gains during those recovery days, yeah. Um, and life is just the same way. It it really is. Uh, every part of you is basically works the same way as your muscles do. Yeah.
0: If you yeah. You're either growing or you're weakening. I mean, same with your brain. Same with everything else in your life. You know. Truth, preach it, man. Preach <laughs> it. So what are your plans for the
1: weekend? Oh, Um. Well. I haven't talked uh, on the podcast about this just yet, uh, but uh, in any event, it's round two. So let me first recount what round one was. Uh, To say that, first I got to step back. I have a really good friend who, uh, for years now, he's worked uh, various security events in the state of Ohio. There's a a whole network of companies uh, the world over that employ basically randos uh, to do security for literally anything you can think of and this guy like i said he's been there for years about five years or so now he's made some friends with uh this organization called the uh ohio university's uh, veterans association um and they they work a lot of ohio state football games so uh just about two weeks ago now when ohio state had their first home game (laughs) i you know being his friend and Him having been there so long with his seniority, he was able to be uh, the lead role, have the lead role um, on a particular, a particularly special uh, security gig. And that was field security. damn. Yes. No
0: way. You got to sit on the field and watch the
1: game? I got to work on the field. I did watch the game. Now, it might not be exactly as you're you're imagining it, um, but it's very, very close to how you're imagining it. Uh, You might know, like, if you watch the game closely enough, you'll see, like, behind the end zone, behind each of the end zones, around where uh, the uprights are and everything, about, like, let's say five or so yards back behind that, there's typically a dotted line or, like, a solid line or a solid color change. And then you'll see all the press behind that line. And from time to time, you'll see, like, little security guard people, like, patrolling that line. That's what my job was, dude. That's why I know. I know. No like, fucking way. Exactly. No f and y. Like I, I never imagined that. Like I would just this, this kind of opportunity would just fall into my lap like that. But, yeah, that's that's sweet. Yeah, man. So you man. get
0: to, so you get to be on the field for free. Exactly. Do you get any like free concession or anything? Half off. Um, but Yo, we. I know, right? Concession know. is fucking expensive anyway. Exactly. So half
1: off is really good too. Exactly. Um, but. Dude, and we get paid. Um,
0: you get paid as well?
1: Something like 10 bucks an hour, something like that. So it's, oh pretty, it's pretty decent. Yeah, yeah. And like I'm saying, it's basically randos. Like, yeah. Like, I, this was my first time. <laughs> <Like> <laughs> you get they, to do that again. Th- they vet you. They do like a background check on you and everything like that um, when you first sign up. So I, I guess I shouldn't say randos. But um, yeah, I'm, I get to do it again. It's typically a lot of young people. And this is, this is specifically a volunteer force. Um, they have professionals who work there as well, and we kind of are just there to supplement uh, yeah. those professionals. Oh, my God. Yeah, and I get to do it again, and I'm I'm looking to do all of their home games this entire season. He's also looking to do the Columbus uh, Crew uh, soccer games no over at the Free. Holy yeah. shit, dude. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's just looking to – because it's, it's so much fun. It's such a great experience. Oh, I bet. Uh, uh, it's something that only comes around uh, every couple weekends throughout the year. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, if you're really interested, I'd love to get you into this. Dude, if you could get me into that,
0: that would be fucking sweet.
1: Um, now, pardon my language, but uh, sometimes you have to be a dick. Oh, um, that's all right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it's like a part of the role. And sometimes, like, depending on what job you're doing, it's for safety reasons. Um, so one of the things is uh, – one of the jobs is we are the people who walk with the big old trucks that have the, the cameras on them. Oh, okay. Yeah, so – you kind of have to walk about three or so yards in front of these very, very big, very heavy-duty, slow trucks. And the way that they're set up, the driver can't, like, see what's in front. So you're his eyes, and you're also, like, making sure people are moving out of the way. And these go up and down the sidelines where all the players are. So they're paying attention to the field, paying attention to coaches, shouting back and forth. It's loud ad nauseum. Uh, I didn't have this job, thank God. But um, my friend, the guy who was organizing it, he did, and he's he literally went horse by the by the time the night was over, just yelling, "Get the fuck out of the way!" Like, oh my god! <laughs> like I'm not even kidding. Like I could I could hear him, I could hear him from where I was. Like and like I said, he he was on the sideline, so he was, like around the fifty yard line or so. I'm behind the end zone. Oh my god! And like in the heat of the game, I could hear him and the other dude who's working like the other side of this big cart, "Get the fuck out of the way!" Like, <laughs> <laughs> it was so funny. Like I literally heard him and and saw him by the way too. I look over my shoulder. And he's just like get the fuck out of the way. Uh, the one bad part is that uh as, as per my job, I'm supposed to face the crowd, um, but there's a massive television right there, and they uh like you know advisably, they say like hey if you see a play that's happening right behind you, turn around so you don't get fucking hit, and you're not on that highlight reel of <laughs> <laughs> like uh. They actually said one one year one guy who was new it was his first time. There was a field goal that was kicked, and it missed, and it bounced off the upright, and he's just standing there, and it bonks, hit the, hits him right in the head, and he was out. I know. <laughs> it knocked him out. It knocked him out. Weak it's insane. Boy. It's yeah. insane. Well, you gotta think about it. It's coming. It's coming pretty fast, and then it bounces off, and it's like probably rotating too. It's got that down force. I guess it also depends where he got hit, too. And he's surprised. You yeah. Know? yeah. Uh, like, If you think about like a fight, for example, one yeah. of the things that keeps you up and keeps is... taking those hits is that adrenaline. Yeah. When you're just like caught by surprise, it's just like, oh, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> it's really funny.
0: That's freaking sweet, though. Yeah. I'm, I'm excited for you. Thank, I think you. That's, Thank you. I think that's a really cool
1: opportunity just to experience, you know? It's magical, man. You, get to, you have to show up really, really early. Oh, of course. You get to see... Excuse me, um, you get to see how the sausage gets made you know in terms of the football game. you see all the people setting up. It also puts it into perspective like you think about how many football games you watched. Yeah, really. there are literally thousands of people and I, I mean that when I say that there, there are literally over a thousand people let me drop it down. literally over a thousand people that go into making every Ohio State football game before you even talking about the players and the coaches and the referees and all that. There's over a thousand people there, just making this this big old facility just hum. And then when their games aren't going on, there's there's still maintenance crews and professionals yeah. who work there and all kinds of stuff like that keeping the place running. Cause you know they have events all the time. Um, and like like I said, even when there aren't uh, football games, there's plenty of other events, concerts, um, random crap. Random crap goes on at these stadiums all the time. And there's thousands of people all over this country. Who do that kind of work? And you never—it's something you never get to see. And once I saw it, I'm like, "Wow!" Yeah, seriously, that's—I—I don't think I've ever even
0: heard of just random guys who get a background (laughs) check to get to be security for these football games. I think (laughs) that's—I think that's insane. That's such a—that's such a crazy concept. But that makes so much sense. That's they're saving so much money on, yeah, yeah, like professional labor that they can supplement and only have a few professionals to help guide
1: the exactly. other security. Exactly. And um, uh, basically, just to put it to perspective, uh, where I was working at one particular end of the end zone, uh, you had about three people who are professionals. Uh, they have, like, specific outfits and everything like that, so they're easily recognizable. You had about, like, 12 guys who were – or guys and girls, too – who were uh, just r- randos. I'm just going to say randos, even though, you know. I mean, um, they
0: technically are just random people with background
1: checks. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, you're right. You're just <laughs> – right. you could <can> be – <laughs> they were they were almost all like – everybody was predominantly like really young, like college student age, which was interesting. Um, there were a handful of folks who were older, and you could tell that they've been there for years. They do this regularly. I'd love to get to their level one day uh, where I'm just always there. Because this is just this – this experience is so awesome. But like I said, if, if you're ever interested, uh, I'd, oh, I'd oh gladly yeah, offer. Uh, for sure. Yeah, man. Um, I'll see what I can do for you. But, um, yeah, absolutely amazing. Can't wait to do it again. Doing it again <laughs> this Saturday. Hell, yeah. Yeah, man.
0: Other than that, what else you got?
1: Uh, Birthday party for uh, two of my baby cousins. Oh, how old? Oh, jeez. This is what I found out that I'm a bad cousin. Um, no, no. no, no. <laughs> One is turning Four. And the other, this is her. This is her second birthday. Yeah, yeah, four and two. All
0: right. Dang, close to Caden's age. Yeah, too.
1: yeah. I guess uh, the youngest one is named Alana. Alana, so, dude, that's a sweet name. Yeah, so Alana is close to Caden's age. The uh, the oldest one, my favorite. No offense, just she's my favorite. <laughs> I love, I love her so much. Name Serenity. Call it call her Reenie, baby. That's her name. <laughs> I'm like Reenie, baby. How you doing? I just love her so much. She's so funny. That's what I love about kids. When they get to like that toddler age, and they just, just little goofballs. Mm-hmm. Ah, I can't wait till Caden gets there.
0: Caden's already a goofball. <laughs>, <he's> <laughs>, laughs too much at himself. He's a little jokester. I am going to practice skateboarding this weekend. Oh yeah, I was just. About I to picked ask. up. I picked up a new hobby. So. My buddy Bird. He got a skateboard from these YouTubers who were like the biggest skateboarding YouTube channel on YouTube apparently.
1: Wow.
0: Okay. I I don't think that's hard to beat, <laughs> but yeah. Um, and he came over to my wo- house one day and he brought it and I'm like, why why the hell do you have a skateboard? He's like, well I just wanted to learn skateboard and he's like, <laughs> here try it out and I'm like, all right, damn this is pretty fun. I might have to I might have to try it. Yeah, man. The crazy thing is. I, you pr- progress so fast at a new skill that you're trying to learn. Like, just yeah. three days ago, I was, try- I was trying to learn how how to ollie. Now, I have it down, and I'm trying to learn how to ollie while moving. Mm. And I just, today, uh, Bird and I had a challenge. Whoever could ollie up this curb and land was, like, the winner of the challenge. Yeah. It, we, it wasn't for anything. It was just for fun. And... We both ended up landing landing the ollies nice. on this curve. and I mean, just three days that that <laughs> amount of progression, it's just so it's amazing what you're capable of yeah. learning and doing. You know? Yeah, it really is. And it that really just is. that just really goes to show you, you, whatever new stimulus you add, you can adapt very quickly to it.
1: Mhm,
0: mhm. So I'm gonna do a lot of that this weekend, and just chilling out with Caden. I mean enjoying my last couple days till he goes back to his mom's and I think an apartment at the same apartment complex opened up what so I'm gonna go over there tomorrow and see
1: see what's up with that tomorrow what time uh I don't know <laughs> I have no clue tell you what I'm free at like uh 11 I'll probably be back in town by 12 or so okay what well, yeah, yeah yeah let's let's try see what we can do man hell yeah, that seems yeah. really interesting
0: yeah, I don't I don't know if they have any two bedrooms. We can uh, see though. Oh, I
1: it's like that. Okay.
0: I well, I don't know. I I just saw that they're up on the apartment thing again, so uh-huh. I don't know what they have. So I have to go check. So
1: Sounds like fun, man. Let's do it. Yeah,
0: I'm excited. Yeah. I just it's time to go. It's time to get out of this house and I'm trying. But we'll see what happens, you know.
1: That's one uh what's one leap in life that everybody needs to take oh yeah you know like that. that's the one thing that like there's so many things that you could experience in life that you know if you want to go this path you can if you want to go no no moving out of the house that's something everybody does yeah think about that
0: and that's a lot i mean and that's a lot of thing. a lot of things that college students do that's what they do is they most right. of them leave yeah, but then yeah, you have people like us and a couple of our friends who go to a more local college, uh-huh. whether it be a, like a big name college or just a community college, right? And they stay home and they don't get to experience that level of freedom, right? Right. That the people
1: who move away to go to college, right? Well, get. Well, us commuters, we still, you know, have to live under their household with with their rules and everything like yeah. that. So yeah, I know what you mean.
0: I know what you mean, man. It's a big. It's a very freeing experience. I I assume. Yeah, I can't and wait. I I'm trying to get my hands on it so bad.
1: I hear you, man. I hear you.
0: So that's my weekend.
1: Yeah, that sounds really exciting. Um, so uh, wh- when are you uh, uh, like when are you going to go back to the uh, the archery range? You know, um, uh, over there near Sycamore State Park. When are we going to do that again?
0: Uh, I'm planning on doing it Monday.
1: Monday and- Monday, Monday. This next week, I'm going to
0: probably go almost every day, if not just three days a week, mm. or three days this next week. Mm-hmm. The thing is, though, I need to go get new arrows because Cameron lost two of my uh, compound bow arrows. No! Yeah, so I gotta go get new ones, sadly. That and bomb. I get to go spend like 20 bucks on just arrows and then another 15 bucks on arrowheads. So. Mm. That's d- going to be fun.
1: What do you need the heads for?
0: Uh to actually so that it'll stick in the target. Mhm. Mm. So the arrow can stick in the target. Yeah, it's the actual tip of the arrow. So, that's going to be fun. I might wait until my next paycheck to get like this coming paycheck on Thursday to get. Yeah. But I still have arrows for my recurve if you want to go. I have enough to shoot for sure. Mhm. And we can always shoot the two or three compound bow arrows as well so I uh, yeah i'm planning on going hopefully three days a week if not uh three days this week if not every day
1: so that sounds amazing man like uh i i wanna if i can i'd love to get out with you at least one of those days every week um i don't know which day would be the best for me but but yeah yeah we're gonna we're gonna work something like that out I'll okay keep, i'll yeah. keep in touch with you sure I, and i loved it it was a lot of fun it
0: really was and I need just need to smooth out some things with uh watching Caden mm-hmm. so I can go at least once on the week I have Caden. Just so I can keep up the practice, you know.
1: Right. Right.
0: So it's just all about communicating with whoever will be watching him. Right. So
1: Man That's one thing, uh I always talked with my parents like about uh, what their story was like, you know. Um, I was talking about like how, because I'm I'm in that place right now where I'm a young adult and I'm I'm going out to the world and I'm trying to you know find my way. So lately, especially, I've been talking to them about their journey while they were doing that. And uh, my mom just told me this story the other day about how uh, when she got pregnant with Keisha, uh, my sister, uh, the first thing that she thought about. And I'm, I kid you not, one of the first things that she thought about was, well, crap, when I'm at work, where's she going to be? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Which, dude, it's
0: hard trying to line up that stuff for sure.
1: It really is. It really is. And then suddenly, you know, th- that's why community is such an important thing and family is such an important thing. Because, you know, she had uh, she had you know some sisters who could help. She, uh, her mother could help. She had uh, a couple aunts, a couple uncles, a couple brothers, you know, all these people around her, friends, family friends who can help out. Um, and that that is something that's really important.
0: That's something uh, I I usually – I haven't utilized mm-hmm. is the uh, friends and very close family friend aspect just because I, I don't know. Every time I, like, ask or I feel like I have to ask someone to mm-hmm. watch them, I just feel like I'm a burden, you know? I, I feel like I need to pay someone to do it just – just so it's gives me peace of mind that hey, yeah. I, I'm, they're not doing this out of the kindness of their heart. They're also doing it because they're benefiting from it as well. I, I don't know. That's just saying. that's just a weird thing that I've ex- that I've noticed with myself. It's like I even when my <laughs> close friends' parents say, like, hey, I can watch them whenever. Just let me know. I, yeah. Just in my, in the back of my mind, it's like I, I, I mean, thank you, but. I just don't want to be, I don't want to put that on you. I, It's like, I, he's no, not your responsibility, you know? Yeah, yeah. And I, I don't want to, I don't, I don't feel, I want to feel like I'm forcing you to do it. Right. Even though that's not the case. It's just, that's what, that's what goes on in my life. Yeah, you mind. feel
1: like you're like gu- guilting them in, you know, yeah. like, oh, poor, poor Nico, you know, like, yeah, yeah. And I hear you on that. I really feel like it's a, it's almost like a generational thing. I got to be honest. Yeah. I've really noticed like like how many people are you know, our age? how many of your friends have like offered stuff like that. I'm curious. I mean, a lot, of, actually a couple of them have, yeah. Okay. A, a large majority okay. out of my friend group. But um uh, one thing that I've noticed is like that 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 sort of like uncomfort when it comes to uh, or discomfort rather when it comes to like issues of responsibility. I've noticed that a lot with our generation where we are really like if something's my responsibility, no one else can tell me yeah. anything about it. I got it. I'm, I'm putting a lid on this, and I'm going to handle it, you know? Yeah. And I, I definitely admire it, but at the same time.
0: I am de- I mean, I'm definitely open to, like, suggestions and criticism. That's, that's not what, like, just because it's my responsibility doesn't mean I can't get input from other people yeah, to help yeah. guide me through, like, decisions. It's just the a- aspect of me putting giving someone responsibility when it was mine to begin with. Absolutely. You know, like, I I I don't want to give someone responsibility that they didn't necessarily, Mm. like, ask. Well, even though they asked, but I feel like that they're not asking for it.
1: Like, it's kind of like a the buck stops here mentality. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's what I'm trying to get at here. And I, 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 like I said, I definitely admire it, but a suggestion might be that, besides just watching your child, watching your responsibility, them taking care of Caden for you, it can be a number of other things as well. Like, yes, they're they're watching him or caring for him or, you know, keeping him occupied. But you also got to think about the relationship that you now have with that person and the vice versa. Now you're no longer, you know, just that kid over there, oh, poor, poor Nico, you know. You're... Your Nico with this son, Caden, who I'm starting to learn, you know, a bit about his personality and who he is. And, oh, I know you've seen your daddy go, but don't worry, we're going to be fine. Caden learns a lesson about about others, you know. Uh, the You, perhaps, if, if, if it is a source of anxiety, you know, to leave your child with someone else, as it, as it certainly should be, um, you learn that at the end of the day, as long as there's good people around you, you're going to be fine, and so is he. Yeah. There are a lot of things that that could be happening that that maybe that maybe aren't. So I don't know. Just just think about that a little bit.
0: Yeah, and also like one thing that really 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 opened my mind to just socializing your child at a young age was when I put him into daycare. Uh he just became so friendly to everybody. He just he picked it up Aww. so quick. Yeah. And now I'm afraid that he's too nice to people, <laughs> and he might go up to the wrong person. You know what I'm saying? It's like, goddamn! It's like you're too nice now. Stop. Stop. Be it. a little. Be a little mean to people. <laughs> but getting a fight here and there. <laughs> I mean, I. But. I I I see what you're talking about, and I definitely have that separation anxiety. Every mm. time I every time I leave him and I see him cry, it's just like God, like why does that have to happen? I know. But I do have a very very good group of people around me when it comes to people who care for care about Caden, mm. and I have no doubt that I can go to them whenever I need it, and they can they can help me if they're they have the free time. You know,
1: you know, perhaps, perhaps one of the reasons is that there just haven't been like any emergencies. I don't know. I,
0: I that probably could be it too. You know, because
1: like, maybe, maybe the second like something's on fire, so to speak. You know, maybe you're like, hey, Marcus, take him, <laughs> you chuck him, <laughs> you yeah. know, just, I catch him or something. I don't know. I don't know, and maybe that's a blessing in itself that that you haven't had to worry. Cause like in the example that I talked about, my mom, she was living on her own, uh, or actually, rather, no, she she was supporting uh, her household. She was. Uh, uh, i think more than half sometimes but basically half of her, her the money she would bring in would go to the household because she had other siblings and other family members and stuff like that so yeah yeah i can i mean maybe that's what it is maybe there's you know more stability here your, your folks i know watch Caden watch oh, yeah. a lot oh yeah, yeah. So maybe there's that They're yeah, some people
0: yeah they definitely have helped tremendously- uh-huh. like i don't i don't know what i would do without them honestly they've they've taught me so much on a how to be a parent, mm-hmm. as well as how to just keep my own self intact, you know? Yeah, yeah. Like, you can only, you got to be there for yourself first before you can be there for your son and, or son or daughter. I know that's kind of weird to say, mm. but if you're not 100%, you won't be able to put 100% into Caden or right. whoever, your son or daughter.
1: It's like that charity issue that we talked about a couple episodes ago, where like... You know, if you right now dedicated all the wealth and all the time and energy you had to, you know, to some kind of charity, you would it would be so much less effective than if you you know waited some time and invested in yourself a bit more. Uh, I'm sure, it's this is the same principle, just on a smaller you know time frame. You know, you gotta give yourself that time to yeah. center yourself. Yeah, you gotta give yourself that time. Exactly, to meditate. you have
0: to. You have to have a clear mind especially when working with kids because mm-hmm. holy shit i don't <laughs> know how i don't know how people at daycares like can handle that i can
1: hardly handle one it's called it's called whiskey at the end of the day <laughs> that's how they do it they 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 put their feet up pop open a bottle and then tomorrow they put their feet up and pop open an entirely new bottle because they yeah. finished the last one yesterday <laughs> I mean, they
0: they are a special they are a special kind because yeah, i'm kidding it's 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 insane the amount of Yeah, man patience you have to have for children. That's one Ooh. thing I learned a lot. Yeah. Was the amount of patience I actually need and I didn't have at first. Yeah. That I've I've grown to attain. So he's Caden's taught me a lot so far throughout this year and a half of him being alive and I'm still learning new things every day and I <sighs> can't can't be more grateful.
1: That's another great thing that, you know, reflection time gives you. It gives you the opportunity to like say, Okay, how many lessons did uh, did life try to teach me today?
0: Yeah, that's actually Exactly. I was I was just thinking about that in the car when I was meditating. Yeah. Because there's a period of time during your meditation where you just let your mind go free. Like you don't right. you're not centered around the breath, you're just breathing and Whatever comes in your mind, just see it and then let it pass and move on to the next uh, moment that's in your mind. Right. And I did a lot of self-reflection today, and I it was it was a good thing because I've seen how far I've come from the beginning of high school even. Oh. I've seen how much I've grown, and I've seen all the attributes that I've I've gained throughout just this process of this next step in my life and then (laughs) an even bigger step into parenthood. Yeah, man. And that's, it's mind blowing once you sit down and just think I, but I'm going to start getting back into yoga as well. I think I said that last, last episode, but yeah, yeah. I need to get back into it because that's, that's also a really good way to teach yourself how to breathe, to get into that meditative state. You have know. you have
1: you heard of hot yoga? I'm sorry, this is just on yeah. My line. We had this conversation. Yeah, yeah. yeah of you had that we did. dream about. Shh, <laughs> sh- 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 sh. There, there was no dream. What are you talking about? Fake, yeah. fake news. Come on. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I'd probably probably do more of a like a gentle yoga. Yeah, though.
1: let me let me retract. Like let me whole like just redact that statement. No, no hot yoga, back to regular yoga, please.
0: <laughs> yeah, I would definitely <laughs> do gentle yoga, because I don't. If I really wanted to get a big workout in, I would go lift weights. That's just Mm -hmm. I. I know what I'm doing there. That's no big deal. Uh, Yoga for me is more of a meditative, slow type of uh, health facet, (laughs) as you say. And it's something that I have not tapped into in a long time, and. I know that I, I'm way better as a person when I do it, so that's I need to connect with my old uh, boss supervisor to mm. get back into yoga. Oh oh, holy shit this Uh-oh. is actually this is a good ass way to end the episode. okay let's um, do it. I have our first interview. I don't know we're gonna do it our interview so on this podcast, we're gonna interview. The owner of this food truck mm. called the Hamburgulance. <laughs> it's either that or Heart Attack on Wheels.
1: Woo! <laughs> That's even better.
0: They have yeah. this burger. The buns are glazed donuts. Oh, it has yeah. jelly on it. It has an egg and a beef patty and bacon.
1: Wait a minute. I think I ran into these people. Yeah, At the Ohio you pro- State Fair, baby. Yeah,
0: they, they were there. Oh, my God. They've only been open for five weeks. Yeah. And they have a huge following now. And dude, they were over by the old uh, movie theater in Inglewood next to the Big K, the old Big yeah, K. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was, he was talking to me, my little brother, well, Rocco, and a couple of his friends. And I'm like, dude, I have to have you on this, on our podcast. He was like, hell yeah, dude, fuck it. So yeah, I man. have his contact information. He's going to a concert to, for I don't know, it was some country singer. Yeah. And sometime next month, we are getting an interview with him. We're doing it's, it. No, that has to happen. Yeah. I can't. I have to contact him soon, to make sure he's, uh, still up for it, and we'll set up a, couple dates that we can give to him to, work things out. But that is. Yeah. Has to happen. Like I. It is so cool. They have this quadruple decker burger oh. that literally sits this high. It's probably about that's like a forearm length. It's about eight inches. So it's <laughs> that's amazing, man. It's fucking wild.
1: Try fitting that in your mouth. That's insane, man. Yeah,
0: it, I mean, I'm so excited. I yeah. can't, I can't even. I, I, I can't wait. Honestly. Yeah. And let's I have. Do this. So we I'm have really a couple. Excited. Well, I've. I have a couple people in mind that I would like to have on the podcast. One is my old supervisor at my gym. Uh-huh. He was a yoga instructor, Pilates instructor. Okay. Really knowledgeable guy. Really, He's really in tune with his body and just all of the chakra mumbo jumbo that you hear. <laughs> yeah. So I think that would be a, an interesting podcast. And also we need to get. Um, at least Jeremy on, if not yeah. Jeremy or, and Josh on two separate oh, episodes.
1: That would be sick.
0: Yeah, it I that has to happen. We need to set that up. I love so.
1: I love to hear Josh and what he has to say. Oh, what he has yeah. to talk about.
0: He's he'll be a he'll be a yeah. good one. It'll be a good episode for sure.
1: Because sometimes you have those conversations with him and he will just like oh he, like a cannonball just blow you out of the water. He
0: and he just doesn't stop dropping knowledge. Bombs. I
1: know, I know. It's, it's awesome.
0: I mean, every time I talk to the guy, he's. He's given me a, tons of in- information to, yeah, to hold, yeah. But I mean, this podcast is it's it's gonna start it's gonna start getting pretty heavy, mm-hmm. so we both need to make this commitment to really stick to it and try try to keep our two days for sure or two a weeks. God damn, I Definitely. did that last episode. Two days, yes,
1: two every day.
0: Yeah, and I used to do that with MMA. Two a days. Ooh. Yeah, that was fucking. Brutal.
1: Yeah, it takes me back to my football days.
0: <laughs> yeah, but I mean,
1: wake up early in the morning, practice, go to sleep, wake up in the afternoon, practice, <laughs> go to sleep, wake up early in the morning, practice. Ooh, two days, man.
0: Hey, that's what I did for soccer, and I it wasn't even a mandatory two days. It was, I had, I lifted in the morning really mm-hmm. early, and then yeah. I went to soccer in the afternoon. I mean, that's just what I did, and, I mean, I didn't eat enough to actually fuel my body properly so i I actually i lost a couple pounds during soccer season i mean it wasn't a big thing senior year though was when i went from scrawny really fast kid to a a solid fast kid yeah like
1: like more sinewy or less sinewy got got those like like nice lean muscles yeah Yeah, i know what you
0: mean i was i was i was pretty good pretty good soccer player for the most part yeah man not freshman year not Not freshman freshman year (laughs) i mean i was all right freshman year i i my big jump was from freshman to sophomore year
1: yeah man um i'm glad i'm glad that we started talking about um you know guests that's been something i'm like okay three episodes in Mm -hmm. we should probably probably have this discussion but i'm gonna let it go again that was actually that was one that was a
0: couple people was like Hey, I think you're. I think it would be awesome to have like a couple people on. Yeah, yeah. In the near future, I'm like, yeah, we're actually working on it, and I, I mean, I feel like we're gonna get really good feedback from these guys that we're gonna bring in in the near future.
1: Yeah, I've got so. a, I've got a short list right now of uh, people who are you know ready to rock and roll. So uh, I don't know how soon you want to do it. I'd love to do something this month if we could. Oh hell yeah,
0: I, I'd love to do something next week honestly if well, we could, yeah. if we could make it work. Yeah. I'll I'll definitely talk to my contacts see see when they're available <laughs> and you contact yours and we can just we can work it out yeah, that buddy. way. Yeah, buddy, yeah, let's set up a pencil sheet. Yeah, we'll have to also just link our schedules up so we know what we're doing, you know. Yeah. Uh, if you actually take care of
1: your schedule. My schedule Mine's usually
0: regularly updated, so. Uh,
1: yeah, my my schedule it has uh you know the only rigid things on it are my classes mm-hmm. and uh, two club meetings. Uh, one Wednesday morning in the AM and then um one Thursday afternoon uh or Thursday evening, more like at 5 to 6:30 or so. Okay. Those are the only red rigid things. All sweet. my other time is free form. Sweet. So sweet, as long sweet. as you get uh as long as you get to me a week in advance about everything, I'm I'm golden. Hell yeah, dude. I'm
0: yeah. I'm, I'm excited then. This is going to be if, it's going to be lit. Yeah, it's going to be super lit. This is Bain. the big reason why you need to please 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 Share this podcast. I mean, we're up to what a hundred and fifteen
1: downloads. Yeah, eighteen. Hundred eighteen. Yeah, hundred eighteen
0: yeah. downloads. And I mean, last time I looked at it, we were at fifty six. So I mean, it's growing. <laughs> it's growing pretty good so far. And I'm I'm excited to see what else we have in store, and what else we can bring to the table to help educate you guys on uh, an array of topics. Right. Right. And. I just, I hope you guys enjoy what you listen to, and I hope you share it, and uh, leave leave a couple comments, ratings, you know? Yeah, yeah. That's what helps us the most, is the ratings on iTunes. You gotta, gotta give us some ratings, some critiques, all that good stuff. You can also follow us on Instagram. I have a Facebook and a Twitter.
1: I, I, have, I have all three of the same as well. Uh, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Um. We could we could how about how about this? We just put our stuff, our handles, and everything in the in the descriptions. That okay. way, uh, that way if, if folks are really yeah, they could just go right there and find them.
0: All right, but we're still gonna say them for this episode. Okay, okay. So you can find me on Instagram at nico underscore libs, Twitter at libertini twenty four, and on Facebook as nico libertini.
1: Okay, and uh, you can find me on Facebook as Marcus Hardy, on Instagram as uh, e M underscore D E E underscore A I T C H, it's my initials phonetically. I thought that was I thought that was That's the so shit. Dumb. You said that in, we in talked and about this like the school. second
0: episode. Yeah, yeah. That I, was so dumb. That's such that was a dumb the, idea.
1: <laughs> I thought it was the shit. Sophomore <laughs> year of high school. I was like, hey, it's phonetic, and everyone's like. A, a, M, D, D? I, I thought it was, <laughs> i thought
0: it was i thought it was german at first i'm like all right cool you have a german you use german Instagram. class oh wow he's, yeah. he's, he's,
1: he thinks he's cool <laughs> and i really did i'm not even kidding i was like yeah i should probably change it um and then twitter is uh is mark barry bush Yeah, Mark Braybush. I like that one. That should be your Instagram handle. I think that's a good idea. I think I should probably change them so they line up. But, uh, yeah, yeah. So uh, follow me on all those. and Follow Nico on uh, all those as well. That's where all the social media is where we'll post when our episodes are up. Yep, yep. Or
0: if you're subscribed to the podcast on Apple uh, Podcast, it'll just pop up in your notifications as well.
1: Same thing for Podbean if you you select it in your settings. So, yep. Uh, I've been Marcus I've uh, been Nick